Hello, and welcome back to the Practicing Human Podcast, the podcast where every day we are getting a little better at life, and the podcast where Corey still doesn't have the right microphone. Yes, the microphone still has not arrived, so I'm on my headset microphone, which is nice because it's totally hands-free and I can move my head in a lot of different directions and the sound doesn't change, but it's a little tinny and airy, so hope we can deal with it for one more episode. Mike will be coming tomorrow. Today, we're going to continue on the theme of the last couple episodes, meaning yesterday's episodes and two episodes before that, and I'm going to share another quote from my book that is just pointing to like how we can continue to hold more dimensions of our human experience. Uh, and how to be in relationship to that. So, more to come on that soon. First, let's start, as we always do, with the sound of the bell. Even if you zone out typically, see if you could bring your full presence to the sound all the way until it dissolves into silence. So if you've been following along the podcast, especially the the last few episodes, I've been sharing various quotes from my book and just building on them. And the last few have been from the first chapter. And this is another one from actually the first or the second page of chapter one. Chapter one is titled, Being Human is Hard, (laughs) by the way. It's not the sexiest, most uplifting Uh, chapter title or the sexiest most uplifting way to start a book and that's exactly why I did it. I wanted this to be a different kind of personal development book, uh, one that acknowledges the many realities of life up front, not trying to sugarcoat it um, or simply see it through rose-colored glasses, uh, but to really meet and confront uh, and hold the, the wholeness of what it means to be human and then build from there. So, one of, um, one of the passages I write, Life's full range of experiences, the joy, sadness, confusion, etc., never go away, and the deepest enlightenment doesn't change any of that. Instead, we find more peace and ease being with the continuous flow of it all, understanding that all of these parts of us contribute to the whole of who we are. So life's full range of experiences never go away. I think sometimes when we think of, uh, I don't know, our end point, wherever it is that we're working to on this journey of personal growth, development, enlightenment, there's some idea of what that will be or what we will experience in those moments. And I don't think (laughs) it includes things like sadness or confusion. Maybe it does for you, but for me, especially when I was first getting into meditation, there was this idea of like what enlightenment meant. And while it's true that very deep levels of, I'm just going to use the word enlightenment, um, but even just like really deep levels of growing into yourself do come with a lot less tension and suffering. The momentary experiences of things like sadness, confusion, 
pain, these experiences don't actually go away. And I've met some very enlightened beings, and uh, it's interesting to watch them work through moments of confusion, even moments of, of anger. Um, and the Dalai Lama is an interesting person to watch because you'll see him be in experiences of, of like flashes of anger and then be in a deep belly laugh uh, like shortly after that. And so what there is, like the kind of peace that he's inhabiting and the kind of peace that we can get to isn't one that excludes these experiences, but it's one that welcomes these experiences, that is not exerting so much effort and not creating so much tension in, in fighting them. And that has been the theme of like these last few episodes of what would it mean to not fight and resist our experience so deeply primarily our internal experience. And I think this quote today uh, is just a way to help frame that for us, because it's one thing to have um, right, the, the, the literal internal resources to be able to meet our experiences and not push or turn away from them or to hold them with presence. And that's something a meditation practice develops, but also things like journaling and just choosing to be mindful to your experience. There's one thing that I actually have the resources to do that. Um, but before that, we, we need to have the mindset or the orientation that those experiences are okay to have and that they're normal to have. And when we set ourselves up with an endpoint that excludes those experiences, then it actually impacts the journey toward whatever endpoint we're working to uh, toward in a significant way. So. I, I want us to slowly, when I say I want us to do this, just, <laughs> I don't, you don't have to do anything. So my, my encouragement based on everything that I'm exploring and what I've seen to be impactful for me and for my students is that if we can hold th that in this lifetime, as long as we're humans with human bodies and human brains, that there's going to be a full range of experience, joy, sadness, confusion, grief, anger, frustration, uncertainty, all of that. And instead of trying to to get to a final place of peace by transcending it or not feeling it or pretending like we don't feel those things, if we can take the perspective that, no, these are, these are reality of being human and that the peace doesn't have to come in spite of them, it can come through them by making more space for all of them then I think that's a journey starting out in the right direction. And that's a, a framework, a mindset that can inform how we meet moments of our life in uh, a very skillful, useful, and purposeful way. So try and hold that today. It's just, it's just a perspective. It's not a two feet, one breath kind of thing. It's not a four, seven, eight breath. It's not any fancy technique. It's just a perspective that you're holding throughout your day. That life's full range of experiences... Um, don't ever go away, but we, we change how we relate to them, how we hold them, and they contribute to the, the whole of who we are. And once we take that perspective, then interestingly enough, the tyranny of those experiences uh, doesn't have the same grip. So it's not like we just passively resign to the suffering. The suffering actually goes away when we embrace the volatility, the pain, the discomfort. So try this out today, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with a better mic. <laughs> I said that yesterday, but <laughs> tomorrow...
let's uh, keep the faith. Talk to you soon and take care. Bye-bye. Okay, before you go, uh, quick thing. If you feel inspired to leave a review, a comment, a rating, um, I said three separate things, but they all kind of go into one category. If you could leave a review on iTunes, it really just goes a long way. You know, we don't have ads on this podcast. Um, the only thing asking in return is just uh, sharing some love if you've been finding this impactful. Very helpful for helping us grow, letting other people see your perspectives. Like when you go and learn about something, think of like Amazon or a podcast. If you didn't hear from it from a friend, you're going to often go to the reviews. And so it's like a community of friends telling you what they think. And it does go a, a really long way for helping other people who um, who might be on the fence about trying out this podcast to feel that maybe this is worth their time. So um, that would be much appreciated. That's the only announcement I have for today. So uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow and uh, appreciate you taking the time for a review. Okay, take care.